in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. Right, we're going to just talk a little bit about some of the VAERS reports. Um, these numbers are through September 22nd, 2023. 1,595,000 reports. Wow. And that's just the ones that are reported. That's just the ones that are reported. Out of that, 36,286 deaths, 210,138 hospitalizations, 152,395 urgent care visits. 238,897 doctor office visits, 10,562 cases of anaphylaxis, 17,208 Bell's palsy cases, which were very, very uncommon before 2020. 5,040 miscarriages, just more death right there, to 20,848 heart attacks. Now, a lot of those are kids. 27,549 myocarditis, pericarditis, 67,895 permanently disabled, 8,903 thrombocytopenia, low platelet counts, 38,487 other life-threatening cases, 46,139 severe allergic reactions, and 15,852 cases of shingles. So, there is a huge partisan gap between Democrats and Republicans planning to get the boosters, if that doesn't surprise you at all. Not at all. Yes. There's a poll that reveals that there's 52% of U.S. adults express reluctance. And of them, 23% of them have firm plans to receive the vaccine with another 23 leaning towards getting it. But out of those, specifically 70% percent of Democrats intend to get the new vaccine compared to just 24 percent of Republicans. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, did you see who was awarded the uh, Nobel Peace Prize? No. The um, people who mRNA, mRNA vaccine creators are the ones who won the Nobel Peace Prize. Just ridiculous. Okay, so this is what I wanted to play you. Transgenic edible vaccines. Your next salad could vaccinate you. Oh. All right. So we're going we're gonna to watch this short little clip. It's basically talking about the fact that they call it salad vaccination. Does the term transgenic edible vaccine sound far-fetched? Well, it's not. We're funding it. In fact, scientists from the University of California, Riverside, funded with your taxpayer dollars have been studying whether they can turn edible plants, such as lettuce and spinach, into mRNA vaccine factories, thereby creating a transgenic edible vaccine. They have been used for livestock, I'll get to that in a second, but they're also being used for people. That is the intended outcome of many of these programs that we are funding, funding with money from the USDA. 
And it turns out that other members of Congress actually agreed. The House of Representatives passed the amendment last week. And if it's kept through the final draft, it means that the Food and Drug Administration and the Department of Agriculture are going to be forbidden, at least temporarily, from using their budgets to fund edible vaccines. Now, look, of course, this is not foolproof by any means. It's still possible the House of Representatives could remove it before it's passed. It could also change in the next fiscal year when they vote on the budget again. And, of course, it does not technically forbid the practice overall. Research organizations, foreign countries, or any other group working on GMO foods can still create transgenic edible vaccines. But what about government funds that go to universities, which in turn are running these types of studies? Under this amendment, they just can't do it with direct funding from the FDA or the USDA. But at least for now, the amendment is a victory against the possibility that we could be vaccinated just by eating, let's say, a piece of lettuce or drinking a glass of milk. And even beyond this, it has thrust into the open, in my opinion, the biggest issue. It has thrust into the open the discussion that could seem too far out for most people that there are, in fact, programs to vaccinate us using food. Now, Representative Massey took a short victory lap on September 27th. He declared victory on prohibiting funds for transgenic edible plant vaccines passed by voice. And it was in what he called the food freedom legislation. Just a day before that, he had brought attention to the issue. And he wrote that already the government, as he mentioned before in the video we showed you, has been using your tax dollars to fund research into transgenic edible plant vaccines. It's already happening. He linked to a report from the University of California, Riverside from 2021 that really presented a vision of this new world they have. And it says this, the future of vaccines may look more like eating a salad than getting a shot in the arm. UC Riverside scientists are studying whether they can turn edible plants like lettuce into mRNA vaccine factories. It notes these studies included mRNA vaccines. That's messenger RNA vaccines, like the ones that were rolled out for the COVID shots. We also have 50% of SIDS cases happen within 48 hours post-vaccine. Steve Kearse interviewed Jennifer, who is a former police detective in a major U.S. city, who handled over 250 SIDS investigations over the last seven years. And she said that it implicates that the childhood vaccines are a major cause of SIDS. So there's a 16-minute video on that link if you want to watch that actual interview. And that can be accessed at diggingdeeper.net. Yes. Under podcasts, Vaccine War Headlines. Yes. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drucifer the Aberrant. Beyond the Pale.